Good morning, this is Zach Epperson. June 23rd is primary election day for the Commonwealth of Kentucky, but no ballots will be cast in person on that day. In another instance of COVID-19 disrupting our normal lives, the primary election has been moved to absentee balloting. With this change has come numerous questions and concerns with just how the election will work. So, to get answers, we went right to the source. So, we are joined on the phone today by Hardin County Clerk Debbie Donnelly. Debbie, thank you so much for joining us. You're quite welcome. All right, so, you know, with everything going on with COVID-19, one of the major issues right now is the upcoming uh, primary election. So, of course, this was going to be a pretty run-of-the-mill primary election until COVID-19 showed up. But now, when it did, was there any initial thoughts from your office or other county clerks across the uh, the Commonwealth that the primary would gonna would have to change its format? Well, yes, to an extent, uh, because how were we going to keep employees safe as well as the citizens safe um, if we did not go to absentee voting? Absolutely. So now in, in in March, Kentucky Secretary of State Michael Adams made the announcement that both he and Governor Andy Beshear uh, had decided to move that May primary, which was the original date, uh, to June. Now, at, at this point, did you all already have a process set up for how the election would be conducted? Uh, was this just to give you all more time to prepare for the absentee uh, voting uh, process? Really, it, it was to an extent. Uh, whenever uh, the governor did that order and the secretary of state, uh, when they got together, it was how, how can we make this happen and what can we do to make this easier for, you know, the citizens. And they wanted to put together a portal where you could go online and request your absentee ballot. So that's why really it was pushed back. Which was to give them, that being the state, more time to prepare that portal, is that right? Correct. And so you, you mentioned something uh, earlier about just the safety of the, not only the uh, voters, but but the poll workers, because there's a lot of uh, support behind the scenes that goes on, you know, with Election Day, right? Yes, there is. A normal Election Day, we have you know, close to 300 election workers here in Hardin County. They have to have a two-hour um, election class before they can serve. Uh, you have to get the voting machines uh, set up, ready to go. You have to test those, and then the County Board of Election uh, tests those and examines those. And so there is a lot of work that is put into an election, plus you have polling places that you have to make sure that it's ready to go for you also, and you have to get machines delivered to each polling place. So there is a lot of steps and a lot that goes into uh, putting on an election. Absolutely. And so before the decision was made about the absentee balloting, were there other uh, possibilities thrown around about how to possibly conduct an in-person primary election, or was it always the thought from the beginning, no, we're going to have to do absentee to, to limit the amount of person-to-person uh, -person contact? Really, that was between the um, governor and the secretary of state, and um, there was um, a few clerks that was on that committee. The president of the clerks association was on that committee. So, uh, they got together to see what was going to work best for the state of Kentucky. 
Absolutely. So let's dive into it. The absentee balloting. The, the primary is going to be conducted through absentee ballots. Now, in your time as the county clerk, has there ever has this ever happened before? No, it has not. And so did you ever think that this would be a possibility? It seems, you know, absentee ballots happen every election, but to this extent, I, I couldn't imagine this would ever be a, a thinking that an entire election would be conducted this way. We really haven't. Uh, you know, we're so used to doing the other, the norm, that, uh, no, this uh, this unknown has caught us all, you know, um, off guard and then it had to be a decision had to be made what was going to be best for the citizens of Kentucky. Absolutely. So let's talk about the procedures for the upcoming primary. Can you lay out the the kind of the basic information for us? How does the process look like? Okay, what we do and I need to say this probably up front, we're getting a lot of confusion that uh, people think that they are voting online. That is not the case. They are receiving a ballot in the mail. What they are doing online is when they go to that portal and fill out that information, and then they are mailed a ballot. So I just wanted to make sure that everyone knows that there is no voting online. It's all done by absentee Mail And what we do is when you fill out that portal, and if you do not have um, a computer, you can call the office at 270-765-6762. That's the election line. We will do that for you, and then we'll get the ballot out to you. So uh, do not worry if you do not have a, a computer to do this with. Call us, and uh, we'll, we'll help you through it. But the absentee process is you fill out that portal or you call us, and uh, then we get the ballot out to you. And when we send that, we are going to send you an envelope, a prepaid envelope, to mail that ballot back to us. question that uh, one person had here at the station was if they get that mail-in uh, ballot, if, they were, if that's the one that they request, that they want to uh, do their absentee ballot by mail, and then they change their mind and say that they want to go and do it in person and drop it off themselves, can they do that or have they already committed themselves to doing the mail-in portion? If they get the ballot and they decide, okay, I do not want to put that in the mail, I want to go drop it off, we will have a drop box that you can come by and drop that ballot off in our drop box. Now, kind of going in now to to uh, the tallying of the ballots, when the ballots are counted, what does the process look like that? I know I saw a Facebook post out there, I think, about um, lock boxes and having, you know, a certain number of locks on them. What, what does that process look like? Yes, we have uh, ballot boxes that when the ballots come back into us, we clock those in and... Um, Make sure we go into the computer and show receiving that ballot. And then we have a lockbox. And what you were seeing on post is that we have three locks on there. And one is the Republican chair, the Democratic chair, and the clerk. We each have a, a lock that goes on the lockbox. So, and the keys are kept in a vault. So there is um, no way that uh, the boxes can be tampered with. 
And so that kind of goes into uh, the whole disinformation that's been kind of surrounding not only, you know, at a local level, but, you know, at a more uh, broader uh, statewide level is that, you know, there's a lot of theories out there about, you know, um, this, you know, they're just not in theories, but just disinformation circulating about these primary elections and the absentee balloting. Um, What are some of the most prevalent claims that you personally have heard and what assurance would you give to the citizens? The postcards, um, and people are, were confusing those postcards that are coming to every registered voter mm-hmm. telling them about the portal. People were thinking that that was a registration card to re-register. As long as you're reg- a registered voter, you do nothing else. Uh, you do not re-register. So yeah. I want to put that out there because um, I got a text from the senator saying he was receiving calls, and I said, well, I believe they're getting that mixed up uh, with uh, the portal, and that is that postcard will be mailed to every registered voter. So I just want to make that clear that uh, it, that postcard is going out to every registered voter. And uh, people also have got a little confusion uh, they think that we're mailing ballots out to everyone. That's not the case. You have to be a registered voter to receive an absentee ballot. Absolutely. And, I, you know, you had said you had gotten some calls. I'd seen some posts on Facebook this weekend about that very same thing. People are getting confused about the postcards and what they were for. Correct. I just wanted to make, you know, make sure that they understand that that postcard is only uh, letting you know about the portal. So it's it's not a re-registration. You're registered. You're good to get a ballot if you request and if, and if you want a ballot. I would tell you that here in Hardin County uh, and throughout the state, and, you know, it's, uh, it's a procedure that you go through, and absentee balloting is not new for us. Now, the, the all absentee ballot val- uh, voting is new to us, but sending out absentee ballots, we've done that all these years. So we have a procedure where we put your name in as uh, sending an application to you, but if you do the portal, that will show. Then receiving and mailing that absentee ballot out to you. And these ballots are taken to the post office about every day or every other day. And then we receive those back, and then we give you credit for that ballot coming back and we clock that ballot in, that's put in a lockbox. So then um, what we will do, we'll have scanners set up, and we'll have an absentee committee that we will have consist of like four to six people, plus the county board, which is the Republican rep, and, you know, and then the Democratic rep, and myself and the county sheriff um, and the county attorney. Uh, we all check the signatures on those um, envelopes. No one sees your ballot, just check the signature on the envelopes. And then those will be um, separated, and then the ballots will be scanned in on the um, e-scan. Now the ballots, the count will not be revealed to anyone until 6 o'clock on June the 23rd. So six o'clock, June the twenty-third, you will you will get a uh, a count, but keep in mind that you will not have a true count until 
June the 27th. They have expanded that out this year. So any ballot that comes in after June the 23rd, as long as it is postmarked June the 23rd, we can accept those ballots through June the 27th. So you will not have a true total from us how the election went on election night, June the 23rd. That's a little, you know, different than usual because every every other election, like you said, this is a, a new normal. But you know, every other election, you kind of have a general idea of how it's going to shake out on that uh, initial night. Uh, now, the nights in between the twenty third and the twenty seventh, twenty seventh being when the uh, official count, I guess you could say, will be announced. Uh, will there be updates provided about uh, the kind of uh, totals for for today, or this is what we counted today? Well, what we will do is give you the count on June the 27th. So okay. you'll get the true one then. And um, we have to certify the election by June the 30th to the Secretary of State's office. All right. And so kind of in closing, the last thing I had for you, I can't imagine all the work that's gone on behind the scenes uh, at the local and state level to get this primary election process off the ground uh, with everything going on related to COVID-19. Now, considering all of this, do you think this could be done with a presidential election? I mean, I'm knocking on wood right now that this doesn't last until November, uh, but do you, do you think it could be done? You know, I can't really answer that. The only thing I can speak to right now is the primary because of this COVID-19. So um, if it had to be done, we would get through it. Uh, it's, uh, you know, more steps when you do it um, this way, but it does work. Uh, I want to give a shout out to the employees, uh, you know, uh, working on this and everybody is uh, pitching in, helping out. We'll just take it uh, step by step. Absolutely. And I was going to say that, you know, everything that you've told me, it sounds like even though the election, the primary election is going to be different, it sounds honestly that it's going to be even more secure with all the additional steps that have to be taken. You know, we have KRSs and regs that we have to abide by for elections, and we follow those uh, to the T as far as, you know, locking the ballots up and uh, doing that. The only additional that we ha will have is uh, an absentee uh, committee uh, this time. And uh, so that's really the only uh, additional uh, workers that will be brought in to uh, help us with this. Well, again, like you said, a big shout out to you and everybody over there at the uh, county clerk's office for getting all this done, all this work behind the scenes. It's, it, it is so important to, uh, to our area and just everybody to, uh, to get this primary election. So a big thank you to all of you over there. Well, thank you. I want to thank you for uh, doing this and, and getting the information out there to the public. Uh, thank you so much, Debbie Donnelly, with the Hardin County clerk's office. Thank you again so much for coming on and providing this information. Well, you're quite welcome. And again, thank you. If you would like to re-listen to today's forum or listen to previous forums, visit WQXE.com and click the media tab. For Quixie 98.3, I'm Zach Epperson.